Salvagene Vaccination and Medication Advisory Board. Individual recommendation regarding the BioNTech vaccine for Salvagene premium clients in the USA. With the announcement by the FDA on the 11th of December that they had given emergency approval for the vaccine developed by the Mainz-based BioNTech company and manufactured by its commercial partner Pfizer, we are now able to make initial and preliminary recommendations to Salvagene premium clients in the USA. This is the first vaccine against the novel coronavirus to have received approval in the United States. It is suitable for persons aged 16 years of age and older, and it will be rolled out in the coming days. Since neither BioNTech nor Pfizer has yet published the clinical data from Phase 3, we have sourced our information not only from the usual published data, but also from our very special relationship with BioNTech, the company that developed the vaccine in Mainz, where we have our own salvaging laboratories. This proximity has given us more in-depth information than has been generally available. Essentially, we do not recommend that our clients volunteer to be among the first two million to receive the vaccine, as we are of the opinion that corrections are significantly greater during this period, and this is when any major side effects are likely to manifest themselves. Consequently, we are unlikely to recommend vaccination for salvaging premium clients who are in a higher risk bracket until the beginning or middle of February. We make the above recommendation especially in light of the knowledge that BioNTech's commercial partner Pfizer has already pre-produced considerable quantities of vaccine in the autumn at a stage where the vaccine was still being developed. Moreover, as we have now seen with the start of vaccination in the UK, it transpires that the pre-produced vaccine, which comes from the Pfizer plant in Belgium, has already triggered allergic reactions. The same applies to the vaccine doses available in the USA, which have also already been produced in large quantities in the American Pfizer plants, first and foremost in Michigan. Another strong reason is that we expect the clinical data from Phase 3 to be published within the next few weeks, and we would like to have the opportunity to study this closely. As we made clear in Keynote number 46, very important questions remain open at this time. What age groups were included in the trials? What was the percentage of elderly people with underlying conditions among the volunteers, and were any of them in the high-risk category? What side effects were observed in the individual populations? What is the risk of long-term harm being caused? How long does immunity last? Will further booster jabs be necessary? Do vaccinated persons receive sterile immunity, meaning that they do not pose a risk of passing on the virus anyway? Who will be held responsible if elderly patients fall ill or even die after a COVID-19 vaccination? In the meantime, we expect that the mRNA vaccine from Moderna will also be granted emergency approval in the USA. Comparing the data we currently have on the two vaccines, we would certainly give continued preference to the BioNTech version which, because of its efficacy and also the larger number of test volumes in phases 2 and 3, offers a higher degree of safety in our view. For the past few months, our in-house AI program has been busy calculating and extrapolating all the results from our salvaging premium clients that are relevant to potential complications arising from a SARS-CoV-2 infection. Taken together, they produce our COVID-19 risk factor. The same applies to the preliminary stage of the so-called cytokine storm risk factor, which is also continuously calculated by the salvaging in-house AI program for our premium clients. For the following two groups, we currently consider the benefits conferred by the BioNTech vaccine to be greater than the possible side effects or long-term harm. Group 1, 
Clients who have both an elevated COVID-19 risk factor, higher than 2.5, and a cytokine storm risk factor, higher than 1.8, are advised to contact their salvaging consultant without delay for a personal recommendation, independent of any guidelines issued by their local health authority. At the same time, we recommend that clients make inquiries with their local health authority as to the availability of the vaccine, the criteria being used in drawing up priority groups, and the procedures that will be put in place. Group 2. In the case of clients with a COVID-19 risk factor higher than 2.0 and a cytokine storm risk factor higher than 1.6, and with not increased allergy markers, IgE, we recommend that they accept the opportunity to receive the BioNTech vaccine in early to mid-February, providing the following additional factors show up in their latest salvagine retests. 1. Interferon receptors with methylation in a weak or off status. 2. TNF receptors with methylation in an on status. 3. Hematopoietic receptors in a weak or off status. 4. NK cells are depleted. 5. T memory cells are depleted. 6. T helper cells are depleted. If the above applies, please contact your salvaging consultant for further details. For all other Salvagene Premium clients, we believe that the risk posed by the BioNTech vaccine at present is greater than the potential benefit, as their immune systems can cope relatively easily in the event of a possible infection. While we are impressed by the performance of the BioNTech vaccine, we believe that the formula developed by another company, CureVac, has even better and higher efficacy and significantly reduced risks. However, this vaccine will not be released until spring at the earliest and will therefore only be available for the next likely wave of infections. Please continue to optimize your levels to trigger the best possible immune response in case of infection. Please continue to follow all the personal measures specified in your individual C19 immunization program.